Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one pregnant page of Talmud every day. What a what a couple of pages we have in Rosh Hashanah 2021, because that pregnant pause, that pregnant moment, that fertile earth is all around us. Have a listen to this gorgeous passage. Abba, the father of Rabbi Simlai, said to Shmuel, does the master know the meaning of this statement as it is taught in a Baraita dealing with the secret of addition, which discusses calendric calculations? Differentiate between when the molad or the birth of the moon occurred before midday and when the molad occurred after midday. He said to him, no, I do not know what this means. He said to him, since the master does not know this, there are probably other matters that the master does not know. And therefore, you must not establish a calendar relying upon calculations that were made based on faulty or insufficient knowledge, which brings to mind the mystery, the magical mystery tour, which is the Hebrew calendar, one part solar, one part lunar, one part understandable, one part mystical. And to help us kind of really grok it, to kind of really get to the bottom of why the Hebrew calendar, by the way, certified, I understand, by the Guinness Book of World Records as the oldest calendar still in use. Why is it this way? And why is it so practical and symbolic at the same time? is the person who can decipher and unlock the mysteries of time itself. My great teacher, my great friend, my great inspiration, and yours, the one, the only, Rabbi David Bashevkin. how are you doing, my friend? Leo, what an absolute joy to be speaking with you today, and what an introduction. A, you mentioned the Guinness Book of World Records, which we had spoken about earlier, and it's just like my favorite fact, because I was a junkie as a kid, would read through the Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records, try to attempt my own you know, like amount of pogo sticks I could do uh, consecutive. Right. Can I be the tallest? No. Smartest? No. Okay, pogo sticks. Pogo sticks. I always went, I can beat the pogo stick record. Uh, never did, but it's still on my bucket list. And in this passage, it's so interesting the way that we refer to the the fancy term as the intercalations. How do we integrate the solar calendar and the lunar calendar? And I think more or less we've been fairly gentle with our listeners of not getting into the really nitty-gritty of the Jewish calendar or of any calendar. Oh no, they they, they could handle it. Let's go right now. Oh, I know that we're we got like we're past the acquaintance stage. It's time to have the deep, meaningful conversation about what exactly is going on in the calendar. And essentially, the Talmud over here calls what we do in integrating the solar and the lunar calendar. It uses the Hebrew term sod, which means secret, ha'ibur, which literally means pregnancy, the secret of pregnancy. And what really the calendar is doing is it's trying to make sure that the solar calendar and the lunar calendar stay in sync because there's an 11-day discrepancy. If you take the Earth's movements around the sun, you will notice that it takes 365 days and a little bit to get around the sun. But when it comes to the lunar months, and we have 12 of them, and you count them all up, it only equals 354 days. So there's an 11-day discrepancy. So if we kept and we didn't get them in sync with one another by adding months, 
Passover and the holidays would keep getting earlier and earlier. You'd have Passover during the wintertime when we normally celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah would fall out in the summertime. Everything would be out of sync. So in order to make sure that they are in sync, we add a month, almost always Adar nowadays, which is the last month of the year, the last Hebrew month, and we add a month to make sure that that 11-day discrepancy doesn't move the solar and the lunar calendar so they're totally out of whack. But why is it called, of all things, Sod Ha'ibur, the secret of pregnancy? And I think there's something really remarkable in our description of the Jewish calendar and the calculations that keep it together. And that is, when you look out towards the sun in the middle of the day, no matter what time of the month it is, no matter what time of the year it is, you will be able to see a full and complete sun. However, the lunar calendar operates very differently. When you look out towards the moon, depending on what point in the month you are in, the moon is always waxing and waning, which I think is the only time that we use those verbs to describe the moon, waxing and waning. It's, it's, it's developing. It is sometimes full. It is sometimes completely absent. Sometimes we only see a sliver like the smile of the Cheshire cat in Alice in Wonderland. And the reason why we need to keep these two in sync is because ultimately what is born out in time and this language of being born, we use literally to describe the moon itself as well. We call it a molad, which means to be born, is that what we're trying to keep in sync with one another is that fullness of identity, that I am something, I am a person who is complete, who has the fullness of experience, while integrating that with the ever-unfolding sense of who we are and who we are becoming. The sun represents being, the moon represents becoming. And very often in our lives, you can sometimes feel, you can look at yourself and you can look at the collective Jewish community, and you can think we're not there, we're not whole, we're missing, we're absent. You feel like a part of who you are and your very identity is lost and vanished. And the reason why we keep these in sync is that even as we are developing and growing and cultivating our very individual and national self, we stay in sync with that being of what the sun represents. We are still full. We are still in sync with that fullness. And even though in our experiential lives, it feels like part of us has vanished at times, part of us is missing, part of us is absent, the Jewish calendar and the ever-unfolding story through time as all growth occurs is happening within that great intercalation and that secret of pregnancy, that it is through time and the Jewish calendar that we are being born individually, and in a greater sense, we are being born nationally as the whole great narrative of the Jewish people. David Bashevkin, I will never look at the sun or the moon the same way again. Thank you so much for being our guest. Liel, my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. 
For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.